we learned how to play this game the hard way, a lot of failing forward, and we're kind of over it. <laughs> if we can help you get further and faster by knowing the rules of the game and fucking them up in the process, let's go. Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we start fast. So if you're listening at Trek Speed, you may miss some content, but you also miss the F-bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Workwife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America. Hey, Workwives. I'm Melissa from Southern California. I want to break into corporate America, but I'm scared. I just don't know what to do. The jobs that sound interesting to me, or would really use my skills, are all bigger companies. And it feels like that's where all my friends are making money. Even the ones who are starting their own companies are wanting to grow it into a corporation. Is there a class I need to take or a book to read on how corporate systems work? Where do people even learn this? This is a great question. And I'm looking at Vanessa right now and I can tell that she has something to say. I think you're going to like it, but I think it might be kind of nerdy. Listen, the glasses are on, the books are out. Strap in, people. (laughs) Here she goes. Okay. Corporate America is a catch-all phrase for profit-based businesses. This typically doesn't include education, law, medicine, military or law enforcement or other government jobs and nonprofits. While some of the structures of corporate America have crept into those fields, their licensing, certifications, trainings, etc. are wholly different than those of the typical, and we say this with air quotes, 9-to-5 job. What that means is your day-to-day corporate America is a system of people, job functions, and economic institutions, like the stock market, that work together to produce a product and sell it. Oof, that was a lot. You covered a lot. Listen, when you're reading dictionary definitions, this is where we're at. I did write my own fucking definition, but here we are. (laughs) Um, And for decades, having a good job meant being with one large corporation for 20 plus years and working your way up that corporate ladder. Today, however, that game's changing. Corporate America is still a system with rules, but the resources teaching how to play the game, let alone win the game, are few and far between and fewer and further between for women. We learned how to play this game the hard way, a lot of failing forward, and we're kind of over it. (laughs) If we can help you get further and faster by knowing the rules of the game and fucking them up in the process, let's go. We say corporate America is yours for the taking. We are probably the oldest and last, maybe me more than you, the oldest and last people who had boomer parents. And boomers are the one who worked in 80s, 90s corporate America. Mm-hmm. Like when my parents were graduating, they graduated college in the 70s and they were working in the 80s and the 90s. And they were for big companies. My mom, <laughs> my mom was one of the first people who designed and developed word processing for a company called Word Perfect. Word Perfect. Mm-hmm. Then that got bought out by Novell. And then Novell got bought out by Compaq. Compact got bought up by HP. My parents have been working for that company for 30 years. No one does that anymore. But I might be the last of a generation, like the the geriatric millennials, (laughs) 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 whose parents were boomers rather than like Gen Xers or just after boomers or younger boomers, who like that was the definition of a good job. And now like now we've fucked everything up. And no longer are millennials staying with big companies, but the big companies still exist. So we exist in this like space between. There's a game being played. Totally. Our parents played it and the way they played it was by playing it for 
40, 50 years. The long game with one company. It's the only way you could play it because jumping from company to company was seen as a detriment to your career. Whereas now the rules of the game have changed, but the corporate America structures are still there. Yeah, absolutely. So we're dealing with, what, it's 2020. So that means... It's 2021. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) These structures have been around for 60, 70 years. Almost 100. I just finished watching Mad Men for the second or third (laughs) time. And like some of the companies that they're, they're like advertising still exist today and are massive conglomerations. So those of us who are currently in corporate America, we're operating in a decades old system. Some of the rules are the same, but some of them are different. And I think what's the biggest difference is that it used to be that the rules of this game were set across all corporations. And so education was designed to teach you how to play the game. Like if you were going to go to business school, if you're going to go to college at all and take a business class, they taught you these rules. Now, now there's a gap. What you're graduating into is still corporate America, but there's not the preparatory education to go there. So there's fewer opportunities to even understand what the system is. And there's, there's some of the like, there's some of the, there's probably some of the water, like in the water language from your parents um, who've worked in corporate America. There definitely was in mine, mine probably more than anyone. Like I definitely had one-on-ones and statuses with my parents. My dad could project manage my whole life from a distance. And I think I still have postmortems on family vacation, right? So like, like this is jargon that I grew up with, but that's because my parents like bring work home and we discuss it over the dinner table. I've signed NDAs since I was seven. So like, yeah, it's good times, right? <laughs> I was like, you can't see it, but my eyes just got really <laughs> wide. <laughs> like we would go in on the weekends. My dad led a team of test engineers at Novell and we'd go in on the weekends when they were running bugs and they'd put me down. This is when I was like 10, put me down in front of a computer and like make me run it until it broke. These are OG operating systems. And my job at like seven or 10, whatever I was, like between seven and 10 was like push every button I could and wait for it to break. It was a test engineer paid in pizza. There were key cards. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I've been living the corporate life for a long time. I think there are a whole bunch of millennials like that, but we're probably the last ones who maybe got this education because our parents had it originally. I want to make a distinction here. There is a group of millennials like you, perhaps, who, like, who, yeah, this was in their breast milk or something. <laughs> Actually, yes. You know accurate. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, your mom worked, your dad worked, you went and did computer testing on the weekends <laughs> as a seven-year-old. I love it. And... There's another group of millennials and young people. By the time we get to my sister's age, so my sister and I are seven years apart. And by the time we get to her, my parents were already top or end of their career. So they had, they could like work from home two days a week. They weren't running the weekends anymore. They were around for the PTO and to pick her up from school. So like they were nearly retired. So she doesn't have any of this language. She wasn't, it was petering out by the time your sister yeah, came around. Totally. She doesn't have the same understanding of corporate America that I do, but we grew up in the same family. So there's that, but there's one other piece of the pie, which is people who had limited exposure to that. So my dad was kind of in corporate America. He was at a very small company. It was a startup. He was the second employee, maybe third. It grew, it got sold. And yes, I think looking backward, I could see some of how that benefited me, but I didn't grow up thinking I was going to work. Not even close. Interesting. First of all, I thought I was going to be a mom, a wife and a mom. Second of all, any education or career was tangential to that. And indeed, I went to school to be a musician. 
And most women, I think, were raised like you are. I'm I'm tend to be the anomaly because in my family it was, what do you want to do? Is it going to make you money? Is it going to make you happy? Great, go do that. Those questions were asked hmm? in your home from a very young age, actually. I don't remember being asked that question. I've had this conversation with a few people, like most women that I know that are in this position where, oh shit, I need to find a career. I need to find a job. I need to support my family. Like whatever the circumstances are, they come to me. So like, how did you do this? I'm like, I was never given the programming that like, you have to get married. You're only half a person until you get married. I never had that as a child. And I thank God for my parents every day for that. We have our own issues, (laughs) but like, (laughs) but like, that's the one thing that has carried me this far in this. Like I knew that I could and should be having a job and a career and could build whatever I want out of it. But I have seen success in so many women. If I just tell them the rules, if I just say, you need to go make sure you have a one-on-one and this is what you need to talk about, your manager is expecting that from you. And if you don't do it, that's going to be detrimental to your career. You're smart. You, you know what you're doing. So as soon as I say you need to have that meeting, you go and figure it the fuck out and you don't ever need to come back to me. Every single powerhouse woman I've ever coached, ever talked to, ever had a conversation with, if I just say, you need to do this one or two things, they go and do it and see massive success. Massive success. Because it's not a matter of ability or skill. It's a matter of seeing what you have to do. It's just a matter of knowing. Yeah. Implementation is easy. We have to do the principles. Application is, is a no-brainer. Right. So that's, that's what drives me in this project is I have done this for so many people, especially women, and with very little effort on my part, they've gone and done amazing things for their career. Now the question is, how do we get more women doing this? Because it's just unfair. The system that we were all born into and all grew up in was never designed to teach women to do this. And I'm fucking tired of it. So I'm going to cut in here for a hot second. We're editing this right now and uh, shit's about to get real. We're getting raw. We're getting emotional, but you're going to want to hear it. What I love about what I've seen in my own life over the past literally 18 months, Vanessa. It hasn't taken long. I've had jobs. I've been working, but I've only properly been in corporate America for 18 months. I no longer worry about most of the things I used to worry about two years ago. What are the things you used to worry about? I used to worry about like whether I'm not going to be. <sighs> there was a time not too long ago when I didn't know if I could buy shoes for my kid. <sighs> And there was a time not too long ago where I had to have a partner in order to survive. And I know that there's a time coming really soon when I won't have to depend on anyone. And it's already happening where I get to give back. I get to give now. I get to buy soccer lessons for my kid. I get to take a vacation, you know? You get to have options. I get to have options. And there wasn't much that really changed in me. I just realized that there was a system with expectations and rules and boundaries 
and these subtle little codes that I had to learn to interpret. And it was just a matter of like flicking on the light switch. And I know I'm not the only one. You're not the only one by millions. That's what scares me about everyone switching seats right now, like these 12 million people that we've been talking about who are looking for a job, quit their job, out of a job. I don't know what they've quit from, what they want to go into, but I guarantee you the bulk of it's corporate America because that's the system that works. And I want to make sure everyone knows the rules so that we can play by them and win by them. Maybe change them a little. Oh, we can definitely fuck up a few of them. (laughs) (laughs) I think what I've learned in the last two-ish years of working in corporate America is that growth is inevitable if you know how it works. Growth is inevitable if you know how it works. So when we get asked the question, I want to break into corporate America, but I'm scared. Is there a class or a book? How do I or where do people learn this? The answer is right here. Ask Your Work Wife is for you. It's for ambitious, career-oriented women who want more out of corporate America. Ask Your Work Wife is intended for women like me, like Vanessa, like you if you're listening, because you know what you want. Ask Your Work Wife is how you get it. Got a question for Ask Your Work Wife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, workwives. <laughs>